Welcome to Slice of Orange, a podcast on politics in North Orange County, California, with me, Jody Bulma, Professor of Political Science at Fullerton College. So this weekend, I pick up the Orange County Register and read a story about the seven Orange County Sheriff's Department employees under federal investigation for allegedly taking more time off as military reservists than they actually serve. I check the byline, and it's one of my favorite investigative reporters, Tony Svedra. I read the next story. OC Sheriff's deputy accused of taking debit card from theft suspect and giving it to her son. Byline, Tony Svedra. Next story. OC Grand Jury quietly indicts former sheriff's deputy in evidence booking scandal. Byline, you guessed it, Tony Saavedra. Next story, OC Sheriff's deputy suspected of burglarizing your Belinda man's estate. Now, a little twist. Tony Saavedra actually worked with a colleague, Eric Likas, on this one. But 30 years ago, a, a, a one paper with all of these stories about the sheriff's department would have been all over um, Orange County, everyone would have been talking about it. And and so beyond just the stories, um, I, I want to talk about the decline in, in readership in local media, the registers behind a paywall online, readership of print newspapers everywhere is down across the country, which really hurts local journalism. So the reason I wanted to bring Tony on the show was to amplify these stories and tell us a little bit more about the investigation into the sheriff's department. Um, I don't know if congratulations is the right term because these stories uh, reveal some problems, but they do reinforce why we so desperately need local media and investigative reporters like you to keep us informed. So I I thank you for covering these stories and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. So what's the response from, uh, from Sheriff Don Barnes about all these stories? Well, I haven't uh, talked to him personally Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know uh, from uh, talking to his people that um, their uh, their take on it is that they're doing a good job of rooting out problems in their own department, that they are um, uh, proactively um, looking for, for okay. uh, uh, people who aren't doing their jobs and then holding them accountable. Okay, and and you know a number of these stories are because of audits and uh, and because of actions of the sheriff and and one of those audits last November, you reported on the audit that found systemic abuses in the handling of evidence, which included thirty percent of the evidence being booked late. Four deputies were fired at the time, um, but the DA declined to file criminal charges. The grand jury indictment, that third story I talked about, was related to that. Um, you talked to Assistant Public Defender Scott Sanders, who clearly doesn't think changes have been made after the audit or the infamous snitch scandal that involved prosecutors and deputies using jailhouse informants to get evidence. Um, you quote him as saying, there's no accountability and no fear. Um, do you feel like there have been changes made to handling of evidence as a result of that audit? There have been changes. I don't know how uh, how well they're doing, but they yeah, they have um, strengthen their policies and they have uh, reinforced uh, you know, their practices. They're now keeping a closer eye on uh, the evidence being booked. Um, so they are doing things now. How effective they're, they're, they are, um, I, I don't know. What uh, um, Scott Sanders is referring to is that these deputies that uh, are being, uh, quote, held accountable, 
uh, first off, they're being put on paid leave for you know a long time, and sure. then when they the ones that are that are uh, 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 held uh, to criminal charges, uh, they end up getting deals like no jail time, and they plead out to a misdemeanor, mm-hmm. um, and so they end up getting their hands slapped basically. Okay, right now. Besides the county services that the sheriff department provides, 13 cities in Orange County contract with the sheriff instead of having a police department. Most of those cities are in South County, but your Belinda Stanton and Villa Park also use the sheriff's department. And as I mentioned, the case that you know really shocked me was Deputy Steve Hortz booked on suspicion of thefts, not just once, but multiple times going back to the same house where he responded to the death of a homeowner in your Belinda. And the video of the incidents show that he was in uniform and he returns twice more to steal. Um, that's, that's shocking. Um, as far as you know, has this happened before? Has it happened here or in other cities with these contracted services? I'm not aware of it happening before. I'm sure that there have been things happening in the contract cities and in Dublin as well, um, in which, uh, um, you know, in which, the law enforcement is not uh, is misbehaving. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure this exact um, type of thing. You're going repeatedly burglarizing the home. Um, I'm not and sure. Without that, the video, that we wouldn't. I mean, they wouldn't have any evidence without the video. Right. Right. Without that that home video, they wouldn't have any evidence. Um, now it, it's. You have to point out that uh, in all uh, uh, fairness, uh, there's one part in the video which shows uh, a, a deputy in uniform clearly marked as an Orange County deputy. The two other times, it's a person with a hoodie on, um, and you can't really see their face. Okay. Um, so, uh, but but the sheriff is, is convinced and has said that's him. Um and I'm I'm not too sure how happy the district attorney is with that statement, um, but uh, the sheriff has identified him as the uh, um, as uh, uh, the same person. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, and and you know, as a neighbor, if if the sheriff came to the house, I would not think anything of it. So. I mean, it, it really is a breach of trust of, of, of arriving in, in the sheriff's uniform um, in particular. Yes, it is. Yes, yes it is. And, and these uh, um, all law enforcement uh, get a, a, a built-in uh, um, automatic sense of credibility. Right. You know, people believe in them because they believe in the uniform and they believe in the badge. And so they get a built-in credibility to them that, right. uh, at least in this one case, uh, it appears that this uh, deputy took advantage of. Yeah. And I, the, the troubling consequences, of course, are, you know, le- le- the, like the case we saw in Los Angeles, where um, w- when that trust is lost uh, of people really um, demonizing these sheriffs who are doing, uh, you know, a good job. There's There's plenty of sheriffs. Uh, deputies who are doing a good job and and being you know um, unfortunately characterized by the bad behavior of these folks. Right, and and it's important to note that the vast majority of law enforcement 
are people that care and people that are trying to do a good job and care about, you know, the people that they serve. Um, and, um, but it's the ones that, uh, um, that don't do that and don't do their job and take advantage of their, of their uniform, um, that, uh, uh become a concern and it wasn't until recently with the advent of cell phone um, cameras and videotape and such um, that we're seeing that all these stories that we used to hear were in fact true. Right. Right. Yeah. The video really does make it um, harder to deny and, and definitely, um, you know, backs up the, the allegations that we've seen. So, so tell me more about the first story that I mentioned. The seven Orange County Sheriff's Department employees are under federal investigation um, for, for allegedly taking paid, more paid time off as military service than they actually served. Yeah. Um, what happened was, you know, back around January, um, and, and I'm not sure how they noticed it, and, and they haven't told me. They, they, they didn't release it, but they did notice that there were some problems with the paperwork in in an army um, reservist who had put in for the paid time off. And uh, they double-checked it with the military and found that that paperwork was fraudulent. Wow. And from what I was told... Uh, that's when the sheriff said, you know what, we're going to check all the reservists um, and we're going to get in touch with the military and we're going to double check all their their paid time off. And it came back that five deputies and two correctional workers had allegedly um, uh, falsified uh, um, their paperwork. Now, some uh, put in the paperwork for the time off and did not, serve, did not do any type of uh, duty. Uh, some had done a couple days uh, reservist duty and gave themselves an, an extra day off. Oh, yeah. And and so that does that does go to the, the Sheriff Don Barnes saying that you know it, it, he's investigating things and and revealing the, these things. It does. It does. Um, he could have just what, left it at that one investigation that the federal investigation discovered right right um and that 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 does that speak to his you know being willing to look under the rocks mm-hmm. um but um also in the case of the evidence mishandling uh situation where uh, a large number of deputies were not booking evidence or booking the evidence late by as much as a month um, he did the same thing. Um, it had come up that uh, um, evidence was was being booked late. Uh, he conducted an audit and found that it was uh, uh, systemic within his department. Um, the uh, um, the one knock um, against him, though, in both uh, um, audits, is that he doesn't tell anybody. He doesn't tell. Um, <laughs> the board of supervisors, he doesn't tell the district attorney. Um, uh, of course, he doesn't tell the media. Sure. Um, and uh, this stuff would not get out, but for um, the Orange County Register finding out about it and notifying them that we're doing a story. 
Right, right. And and that goes back to, to one of the reasons that I wanted to, to, to talk about all of this is um, just the decline in readership. Um, and, and these are really essential stories um, that, that are being written. And, and, you know, you and your colleagues all across the media are doing such incredible work. Uh, and local government is, um, you know, has to have a light shone on it. Um, and so I, I do think that that's troubling for our democracy uh, when our, our media struggles uh, to get attention. So, um, you, yeah, uh, go ahead. I'll just say agreed. You know, um, I think it's the New York Times that says, you know, democracy dies in the dark. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's important f- uh, for people to realize that, um you know, they don't know what they don't know. Right. And it's, we're out there looking, looking around and, and, you know, like the sheriff turning over the rocks mm-hmm. and, and, and finding out what's going, what's, what, what's happening. And we're doing that on behalf of the public. Sure. Um, but, you know, we, we also, uh, um, you know, we can't do this for free. You no. know, we, no, we right. also this is our job, and we need to right. feed our families, and right. and um, you know, as and that's that's where things like you know the paywall comes in. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so uh, one thing that you said that I kind of want to go back to, which is that the sheriff doesn't feel an obligation to tell other people, um, and I wonder if you know, I I don't know if you have any thoughts about this, that because the sheriff is separately elected on the ballot, does he or anyone who has this position, like, feel that they don't have an obligation to report to the board of supervisors or to the DA because they are separately elected, so they just treat this as a personnel issue? Um, I can't speak for, you know, what the sheriff uh, um, or what any other elected, you know, um, you know, what they think, but they are elected. Um, They are autonomous. Um, The board of supervisors can't tell him how to sheriff. Um, They have his, uh, um, you know, they rule by the pocketbook. I mean, they control his budget, Mm -hmm. but they can't tell him how to be a sheriff. Right. Right. Um, and you know we've seen that in Los Angeles as well with Villanueva. Yes. Um, and um, in 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 his case, um, at least in the evidence mishandling case, um, he did tell. He eventually told uh, um, um, the board of soups, um, but he 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 did that after in, in a letter or in a memo that came out after we told him we were writing a story. Oh yeah. So right, right before the paper hits. Right. And the district attorney found out when I told him uh, that there was an evidence mishandling problem. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, So, so, and um, to be fair, in, 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 as, in, uh, as part of the military thing, um, and the reservists uh, um, uh, misusing uh, uh, their uh, their military leave. Um, I'm not sure who he told. Um, I 
I remember uh, telling uh, a, a person at the DA's office, and they hadn't heard about it. Um, Interesting. And that was just me telling them that I was about to come out with a story. Right. Um, and uh, but it turns out that the, um, the case had been handed over to federal authorities. Uh, but they won't tell us which authorities. Oh, interesting. Um, so, uh, but he is as an elected. Um, they're they're somewhat autonomous. You know, they're right. the, the the people put them in office, and that's who they answer to. Yeah, and and it it would be fine if the people then you know held them accountable, but that's the missing piece a lot of times. Um, so you've covered the Sheriff's Department and written for the Orange County Register since 1990, which means you've seen FBI investigations, the county bankruptcy, and just so many stories. Um, with that longevity, how does what's going on now to compare to what you've covered in the past? Um, they're, they're, it's, it's different. The department is different. It, it has evolved. It has changed. Uh, it's not the same department. Um, Sheriff, uh, um, I got here when Sheriff Brad Gates was mm-hmm. uh, in the office, and he ran that place with an iron fist. Yes. Um, and there were problems there. Um, there were uh, situations, uh, um, but the, the the difference is um, there weren't there wasn't any uh, unless you. Um, got uh, some uh, surveillance uh, video from inside the jail. Um, you couldn't prove that what you were hearing was actually happening. Right. Because um, I've ever since I've gotten here, I've heard about you know deputies being heavy-handed with the public and heavy-handed with the inmates and right. and inmates being injured and so forth. Um, but we never uh, could prove that. Sure. Um, with the advent of uh, uh, camera phone uh, phones and and yeah. videos and and so forth. Um, now we're we're seeing that that uh, these things in fact do happen. Um, we're getting more and and with you know, officers having to wear cameras now, and um, we're getting more uh, evidence that that uh, this stuff is in fact uh, uh, in some cases true. Mm-hmm. Um, under uh, Sheriff Mike Corona, it was a completely different uh, uh, department. Uh, the the uh, Mike and uh, his assistant sheriffs, uh, well, most of his assistant sheriffs, were basically interested and more interested in what they could get out of their their positions. Right. right. And the departments were, were running themselves. It was running itself. You know, the deputies were running the department. Right. Um, and and uh, you had uh, problems like the the Chamberlain killing, in which um, you a uh, um, an inmate was stomped to death by other inmates. While yeah. you know a few yards away, um, a guard was watching uh, cops on TV. Right, right. Um, that was incredible. And you had uh, the situation at, at at that jail, Theo Lacey. Um, deputies were not uh, making their rounds. They were sleeping. They were taking video game mm-hmm. sets uh, uh, into the uh, into the jail and playing video games and 
uh, taking their cell phones and calling their girlfriends uh, while they should have been, you know, doing their jobs and right. uh, things were happening to the inmates. The inmates were running that jail. The inmates were running um, the jail, right. You know, they were using inmates as uh, shot callers. Yeah. Um, to, they were using inmates to um, discipline other inmates. Right. It's it's really um, interesting. R- right after that death, um, I, I, I think two years later, I had a student who had been in that jail and had been a shot caller and said the best thing that happened was uh, he was convicted uh, for the drug charge and went to prison for a few months because uh, had he stayed, he may very well have been the one charged with murder for uh, that, that killing uh, and just had oh. horrific stories about the incentives that were happening for the shot callers and, you know, basically empowering the inmates to run the, 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 the you know, inmate on inmate violence and, and kind of doing that. So, yeah, it was interesting to see, um, you know, somebody talking about what I had read in your stories. Yeah. Yeah. And now under uh, Don Barnes, there's, there is a, uh, it, it's a different uh, sort of situation. I mean, um, there's more um, um, uh, cutting corners among the rank and file is what it was, what he's discovered with mm-hmm. the evidence mishandling and, you know, cheating on, uh, um, on uh, uh, the, uh, the military leave and cheating in, in, in the use of uh, uh informants um and um he has uh in the past uh attributed all to rogue uh you know groups of rogue deputies mm-hmm. uh, and, and not uh not an indication of what the entire uh, uh department is like um and that may be true um but um we're it seems that there are things that he's got to um, get under control. Yeah. And um, and what he does with those bad actors um, will, will determine if it continues going forward, I would imagine. Right. Um, and um, uh, I don't get the sense that he's turning a blind eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I get the sense that he is actively and proactively um, looking for problems and, and trying to root them out. Good, good. So I have to I have to, I have to give him I have to give him that. Yeah. Well, we'll see with the next stories that you write if that turns out to be true. So my last question is: What else should we be paying attention to in local government? What What are you seeing on the ground? Um, there seems to be a um, um, both in the county government and in law enforcement and with our justice system and so forth, um, um, there seems to be a push towards um, doing what they're going to do and not keeping the public involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is, you know, there seems to be, yeah, um, that uh, more more of a move towards. Um, um, make you know the the uh, um, the uh, uh, their their minds already have been made up by the time they get to the vote. 
Right. Um, and and that these deals are being made behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Um, and there seems to be more of a push towards not letting us in on the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it's more important, you know. And and a lot of that is for like for law enforcement, it's the unions. Right. Um, when Senate Bill fourteen twenty one, which allowed us to get uh, disciplinary files uh, for police officers, when that was passed, the unions fought that. Sure. And you know, we had to go to court to get these documents and. And sure enough, we won in court. Right. But the unions were very, very, uh, they spent a lot of money to uh, try to keep hidden files for bad cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that seems to, uh, across the board, um, I, I would advise the public to keep their eyes open, get involved and keep right. your eyes open, you know, um, Listen to the news, read the newspapers, mm-hmm. or read the online uh, uh, news uh, stories. Um, go to some meetings, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, get get involved. Don't let it just happen, right? Um, because sometimes they'll do things. You know, our, our county government, city government. Um, law enforcement, uh, the justice system, sometimes they'll do things for you, but a lot of times they'll do things to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. If, if you don't have a seat at the table, you end up on the menu. Uh, it is, right. you know, an old saying in, in politics. And I think it's really true in local government. Um, I think people do the right thing when they're, they know they're being watched. Um, and and unfortunately, there's not a lot of people paying attention to local government. So I hope we can, um, you know, amplify these stories and, and remind people that local government is where you have the most power to, to affect change. I cannot thank you enough for being uh, my guest. And uh, thank you so much. This is A Slice of Orange on North Orange County Politics. <laughs>